spring off! Hey, Bren, have you seen Steel Magnolias? Oh my god, yes, I love that movie. Jonesy, you've seen it, right? Uh-uh. Hey, Tony. Yeah? You've seen Dracula, right? Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. Lena, you've seen it. What do you think? Film Springer! Hey, Bren, have you seen <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's? Jonesy, you have to have seen it. Oh my god! No! No, I haven't. Of course not. You've Nightmare on Elm Street. It's the best. That movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Did it the out of you? I have not seen that one, and I will be praying for all of your souls. It's your film spring, Alina. I haven't seen it. It's showtime! Hey, everybody. Welcome to Film Springer. <laughs> a show about all of your favorite films and your sheltered friend who's never seen it. And I am one of the hosts, Tony. I'm another one of the hosts, Bryn. And I'm the sheltered friend, Jonesy. <laughs> yes. Yay. And this is our holiday episode. We're doing our holiday episode this week. The Yuletide. Yuletide. And I see Jonesy's dressed up in her favorite holiday um, character. What is it, Jonesy? I'm the Grinch. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Every Christmas. Shoa, it's a onesie. Her whole outfit is a onesie, Bryn. Yeah, if you were wa- if you were just listening to the podcast, she's wearing like a lime green onesie. Grinch onesie that looks comfortable and Grinchly all at the same time. And it says everyone has, every family has one. <laughs> That's cute. And then and you, Bryn, you're just up kind of holiday-ish, I would yeah. say. Yeah. If you are just listening to the podcast, I've got a scrunchie on with a half knot and like a favorite holiday sweater. And I'm your just, I'm your aunt calf who's so <laughs> sad to hear about your divorce and doesn't understand why people just can't stay together all the time. But your cousin's still with that stockbroker. So there's that. <laughs> I like that you came with a full character. <laughs> that is yes, amazing. And I'm, I'm just dressed boring. I have red and red and green on. Does that when count? He just looks cute. Oh, thank you. You're so 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 sweet. But if you're not wa- if you're not listening to the podcast and you're probably watching it on Out of TV, which you can watch us every Friday night at I believe eight o'clock at Out of TV. Go check us out there. You can see what Jonesy's onesie looks like and Miss at Cat Kath. Is that what you called yeah. her? Like catheter? Your aunt Kath. Kath. But since it is the holiday season, we are going to get into one of Bryn's favorite holiday films today. What is it, Bryn? It's Scrooge. And it's it's Scrooge, one of my favorite hands-down films of all time, not just holiday films. Yeah, 1988 American comedy Scrooge, which which we're gonna which we're gonna cover, which I have interesting thoughts about this watching it. After so many years. Yeah. Um, Starring, yeah, starring Bill Murray, Carol Kane. There's a bunch of cameos from um, celebrities in this that I totally forgot. Yeah, that I totally forgot were in it. But let's watch the trailer and get everybody in the mood for Scrooge. Let's do that. I just saw it, but I'm already into it again. (laughs) And only Lee Majors can stop them. In the night, the reindeer die. 
be here. Well, you can't show that commercial. That thing looked like a, the Manson family Christmas special. Think I'm way off base? Yes, you're, well, you're a tad off base, sir. Frank Cross is more than the youngest network president in television history. Call security, have them change his locks and toss him out of the building. Oh, he's fired? It's Christmas. Thank you. Call the county. Stop his bonus. Oh, watch out. He's a thoughtful boss. Thanks, boys. Get the nurse. A generous brother. What did he give you last year? Uh, I don't remember. A shower curtain. Did you hear him? I think he dropped something here. And a true humanitarian. I can't get the antlers glued onto this little guy. We've tried crazy glue. Have you tried staples? But his life is about to change. That was a good one. You are going to be visited by three ghosts tomorrow at noon. Now, tomorrow's bad for me, Lou. As a matter of fact, the whole rest of the week is a washout. Anyone who thinks he hates Christmas is wrong. Go back to Jersey, you moron! <laughs> it's ghosts he hates. <laughs> I love that bit! <laughs> Seen a ghost. A ghost? John Forsythe. Bobcat Goldthwaite. Hey! You glad to see me, or is this a shotgun in your pocket? <laughs> you know this one? Everybody knows this one. Let's go now. Yeah, does everybody know this one? <laughs> Carol Kane. Robert Mitchum. I really care. David Johansson. Oh, I'm having the weirdest day. This holiday season. See Bill Murray get screwed. Hey, back off, big man. That may work with the chicks, but not with me. <laughs> yes! Scrooge. So <clears throat> I will cover the plot really, really quick. It's it's basic. It is a retelling of the Christmas Carol with Bill Murray and the Scrooge in the Scrooge part, and he's he is playing Frank Cross, an executive president of is it IBC the yeah IBC yeah. the broadcasting company, and it's a Christmas Eve, and they're putting on a live event of the Christmas Carol. But Frank Cross gets visited by the three Christmas spirits, um, the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future, and. Mayhem ensues. It's it's pretty much just a modern take on the Christmas Carol is the plot. So if well, you know the Christmas Carol, an eighties take, an eighties take, very modern, specific. Very modern, very eighties take. So this film came out in nineteen eighty eight. Bryn, how old were you when you watched this the first time? Since Holy this is Lord. one of your favorites, huh? So I watched this movie like very young. Um, I don't know. I was probably like seven or eight. I'm not surprised. Like, but I, I guess looking at it now, I'm like, was this appropriate? I don't know. Who cares? Um, yeah. Why not? It would be. Yeah, why not? Right. I would say uh, yes. I can give you reasons. Okay, yeah, <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> this was Bill Murray had taken a four year hiatus from acting. Yeah. He was living in Paris. Really? Uh-huh. He was living in Paris and he was like, will I ever return to acting again? I don't know. And then he finally decided he wanted to come back. This was an older script he had already gotten. 
but by the time he came back to acting, he was like, I don't want to do any of these other scripts I'm getting. I want to do this, this one that I got. And they basically gutted the script, completely redid it. Yeah. And wasn't the two other writers from SNL that he worked with on SNL? Yeah. And before Scrooge, the last, he did um, Edge, Edge of ecstasy or something like that that bombed some movie oh after yes. ghostbusters because ghostbusters yeah. had come out and he it it just catapulted him and he was not used of the popularity so that's one of the reasons why he took a four-year hiatus Caddyshack huge he was yeah in, was I he mean, in caddyshack yeah he was in caddyshack but like he he was sort of like a goofy goof off snl type character in caddyshack yeah. in ghostbusters he was like a breakout star yeah okay. ghostbusters put him on the map as like a movie star in his own right yeah and he said that he was even nervous about doing scrooge because all of the other movies that he had done were ensemble films oh, and scrooge really? was his first so he was very nervous so they like gutted it they completely reworked he should have been nervous <laughs> yeah i would have been nervous are you kidding me i don't know if that was a dig but let's move on <laughs> we'll get there whoa oh 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 no! Right. Is this gonna turn into a mermaids episode again? Oh, oh man. gosh! I, mermaids. Oh, I gosh. just had a lot to say about what the church had to say. <laughs> okay. No, okay. So <laughs> we decided to do this movie. They completely reworked it. They like gutted it, uh -huh. and then he did it, and it turned into a, an American movie classic. A lot of people play this one during Christmas for I a love sure. This movie. It also um this. The main problem when this film came out and making the film, um, when I was doing the research for the podcast, is Bill Murray butt, butt heads with the director. Yes, um, a the lot. director a lot. Um, I'm looking up who the director is because I totally forgot his name. Richard Don Donner was the director. Oh, Richard Donner. Yeah. So, and they rewrote Richard the script a lot, and he improvised most of it. Bill Murray well, did. Richard Donner said it was like. So Bill Murray improvises a ton, which I guess yeah. Bill Donner was like not, it was Have hard it. to direct. And he said it was like being a traffic cop on like 34th and Broadway when all the lights are out. Oh, shit. Didn't you're Bill, directing the traffic. Didn't Bill Murray say that it was a miserable experience yeah. doing this film? That it was not good. Carol Kane, who plays the ghost of Christmas Present, mm -hmm. had a terrible time making it. She would just cry and cry. We'll get to that because yeah. like their whole twist on it is that she's very mean and hits him and a toaster. And a toaster. And I like the uh, and and they she rehearsed because for people were lots of spoilers in this film so, or guys. in this episode. So you don't want to hear the spoiler. Sorry. But she um the movie's she, like twenty-five years old. I know. She, so she That's her character, the ghost of um, Christmas present comes out ballet fairy all this stuff so she trained with a ballet instructor to learn how to go up on point for the film oh, for months beforehand um, and the director wanted to put in a a body double an actual dancer to do all the ballet dancer but one of the writers saw Carol Kane rehearsing the dance on her own and thought her doing it is way going to be way more funnier better um, and so they kept it in the film, but the director, I guess, was not laughing with her, laughing at her about it, and it really hurt her feelings during you the son production. Of a bitch. Don't you yeah, and kind of, I know, and kind of ruined the experience for her for the film. And yeah, and she hated being violent with Bill Murray, yeah. so she 
cry and cry. Because Bill Murray. It's crazy when you see it because it's such a funny. Oh, it's so her. She's the best part of the film for me. The best part. Like, for me, that's the reason why I like the film was her. But he, Bill Murray, told her, like, don't hold back. Just go for it. And it is hard to be violent. I've had to slap someone in a play before, and that was really difficult every time. Yeah. Like, it's just hard if it's against your nature, even if you're like, this is for a bit. It's still like. Now, if you hate your co-star, oh, <laughs> man, fun. then it's fun. It's and you're on top of the world. <laughs> Let's practice that again, Sammy. <laughs> I'm like, another take? Can we do it? I wasn't comfortable with get that it one. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So, Bryn, let, let's find out how how your reaction was when you first saw this film. Like, take us back to when you were however old and you so, first experienced it. I was, like, very young. Like, not even yet in middle school, probably. Mm-hmm. And this was just, like, my family loved this movie. This is a McGeckrin family classic. Every line, Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. My fam- We still say that to each other. The toaster <laughs> stuff, all of it. The yeah. Ginsu knives will jokingly give each other a knife. Like, knives? You yeah, give me- when- oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do y'all do white elephant? If so, knives should be the white elephant instead of an actual white elephant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> really sharp knives. Really sharp <laughs> knives. We, we watch this movie every Christmas, and we watch it over and over and over again. Oh, it's one of those. Those films for you. Gets, and then I always, in every meeting, even at work now, people never get it. I always go, I feel real weird about tonight. <laughs> yeah. That was one of those lines that I knew from beforehand and was an aha moment. Like, really? that's what this is from. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I feel real weird. I got a real weird feeling about tonight. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm burping. This drink I made is making me burp. What are you drinking? I've so, yes, I know. Tell us about your Christmas beverage. <clears throat> so I wanted champagne for today. Champagne with cranberry because I thought it'd be very festive. Couldn't yeah. get the champagne bottle open. So I opened our, our little bar and was like, what do I have? What do I have? Um, this is rum chata Ooh. with apple cider, like non-alcoholic apple cider um, sparkling water type of thing. Oh, A little bit of triple nice. sec. And then just regular sparkling water. And it tastes very like apple pie, kind of. Because the rum chata is very cinnamony. So uh, that with the apple cider, it's like apple pie with a little bit of citrus kick. All right. right. Everyone's like, we don't care. Get back to the movie. No, they're Um, like, no. (laughs) Drink recommendations for you guys. Yeah. Be grateful. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, what else with this film with you, Bryn? Um, I just like this film makes me feel like home and like very safe and nice, even though it's like a crazy movie with like all sorts of like very scary sound effects. And like it's yeah. sort of a sad, um, very sad parts. But like the Niagara Falls Frankie Angel, like I always cry at that. My brothers and I, sisters and I say that to each other whenever one of us gets teary eyed. We're like Niagara Falls Frankie Angel. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love this movie. It is such a special place in my heart and no one will ever tell me otherwise. What about you, Tony? So... I had watched this film in my teenage years when I first when it first came out. So Maybe no, it, it had to be junior high if I remember right, because I remember being young enough to be scared of the Christmas future. Because yes, I remember being really scared, especially the scene 
where Christmas Future, the Ghost of Christmas Future, comes up on the televisions behind Bill Murray. That part terrified me as a kid, I remember. And it, it was along the lines of like Poltergeist with the TV. Like how yeah. that scene just, I hated it. I scared it's a the shit real out of me. Heavy late 80s, early 90s TV Trick, is yeah. the root of all oh, evil. evil. And yes. All. Yes. <laughs> is evil. Like there was a real niche, like in that time period of like TV is the yeah. devil. It, and it, the evangelical church was on board with that oh, wholeheartedly. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, the same with Jehovah Witness. I remember being as being told, like, no, TV's like bad. No, you're gonna get sucked in, and that's the yeah, end I of remember you, pretty much. My Have dad would come home from work, and like, if we would be watching TV after school and like with mom, and like we'd hear him pull in, and it'd just be like, click, everyone scatter. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do the same thing with me and my brother used to have to be like we'd come home from school and babysit the younger sibling we'd try to watch whatever we could whatever bad thing was on tv until mom got home and then change the channel like really could and then that's i remember i forget what movie it was i'm gonna have to think about this is the movie that i discovered the recall button that my mom would push and go Oh, oh, this is what you guys were watching. You, you're not. You gotta go to PBS, then go to something. Else. I know. Yeah. I didn't figure that out till like a while later when oh, yeah. I was a kid. But the first yeah. time I saw this movie, I have to say the part that in the whole part of the movie that I loved was Carol Kane. I thought, yeah. I just thought she was hilarious in this. And I remember like her voice and her the lines, the whole toaster scene, all of it. Everything about her in the film was yeah. like the highlight for me in this film, which I think we have a clip of my favorite oh, part of her in the yeah. film. We're going to play that so everybody can watch. Oh, why did you do that? Sometimes you have to slap them in the face just to get their attention. Fine. Slap me in the face. But you kicked me in the wall. It's time to begin of misty meadows and sun-dappled pools. Oh, look, there's Mr. Hedgehog. I wonder where he's gone. Perhaps to Harlem. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Sometimes the truth is painful, Frank, uh -huh. but it's made your cheeks all rosy and your eyes bright as stars. If you touch me again, this is part I'm going to rip your goddamn wings off, okay? Oh, you know I like the rough stuff, don't you, Frank? <laughs> I love that. It makes me love. I love her in this film. I love her. And for people who aren't familiar with Cara, um, Carol Kane, she's currently, um, what's it called? I just lost the show she was in. I just had Incredible it. Incredible Jimmy Schmidt. Schmidt. Yeah, she's in that. I used to love her from a movie that nobody ever watched. Um, but me and my brother, for some reason, liked this movie growing up, The Lemon Sisters. 
Yes, I love the Lemon Sisters. It's a good film, and she's in it, and it's she was very comedic in it, but also it had a very dramatic side to the film. Lena, have you seen the Lemon Sisters? Never even heard of it. Oh dear yep. Lord in heaven! I like I. I, I love her in this film. She was the highlight of the film. Even when I rewatched it now, because it had been many years since I've watched Scrooge, um, probably a good 10 years. Um, but I forgot how mean this film is. It's mean. How it's mean, so mean the character Frank Cross is in the film. Elliot Niedemeyer. Yeah. I also forgot Danny Alfman did the music for the film. Yeah. From, yeah, good. from Engo, um, Oingo Boingo. Yeah. Also, but, when Carol Kane first comes on the Ghost of Christmas Present, her first line is, "I'm I'm sorry, I'm feeling a little muddled," yeah. and that is the first thing that Glenda the Good Witch says, says. in the movie um, The Wizard of Oz. Well, the Aww. director um, Richard Donner's got Carol King to be part of the film by describing the character of the Ghost of Christmas Present as a deranged Glinda. And yep. she said yes to it. She's like, yep, of course I'm going to play that part. That's my, that, that does sound fun. Right? So what fun. Is, that's, I know. I know. And also, um, what's this? The the Christmas past. Um, David jo- Johnson. Oh, it's like, it's like something Poindexter. Poindexter's his his, Poindexter's, Poindexter's his um, music name because he's a yeah, musician Yeah, if you guys too. don't yeah. recall him from the movie, he is the guy that sings... Feeling hot, 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 hot. hot. Yeah. So he plays the ghost of Christmas. You think that in real life? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 But I, all in all, the movie, watching it this time around, okay, when I was younger and I watched it, I really enjoyed it. I got scared. And I remember watching it for a good time after that around the holiday seasons or whenever it would come on TV. Um, But then it kind of dropped off for me over the years. Um, But then revisiting the film, I forgot what a mess of a film it is, in a way. I know Bryn's going to kill me for this. Mess? <laughs> yes. It's a little messy. Mean? Like, I just think, I, okay, I feel, no, I feel that the director did a horrible job directing Bill Murray in this film. Because Bill Murray is yelling the whole time. Yeah, he is so yelling. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's always at a level 10. That's yeah. really hard to watch through an entire film. Sorry, Bryn. I know, Bryn. I feel like I'm being personally attacked right now. <laughs> no, no, no. There what are good things happening? about the film. I feel the ending of the film was like... He's a 10, and if you guys can't handle it, then that's something going on in your lives, okay? Oh, blame it on us. Blame Bring it on a 10 us. all the time, okay? If you want to get to the head of IBC... All right, mm-hmm. and you want to be able to fire people and have the rockets with their nipples out. You can barely even oh, see the nipples. You, you can, can barely, barely see even those see nipples. those nipples. Yeah. He wants to the solid go dancers. Yes. The, I, yeah, I mean the last um it, video messy. appearance the solid gold dancers yeah. ever made. Ever made was in this film. Yeah. It's messy. If you look at it as a, a whole, like even the end of the film when when he has his meltdown on camera, it felt like, oh, you know, there was. You can just see and go, nope, no script. He probably made half of that up while yeah, he was doing Bill it. Yeah, it's the Bill Murray show, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. And I guess watching yeah. it now, and there's been so many variations of The Christmas Carol that you're like, oh, I can go watch another one that's better than this. If you're a huge Bill Murray fan, watch this. Because no, but it's so dark and weird and funny. It's not dark and weird enough anymore for me. That's how I felt with it. Yeah. Okay, well, then you're, you're dead inside, and that's not Bill Murray's fault. 
I did like um um Alfre Wood um Alfre Woodard in this film. Like I totally forgot she was in it and plays yeah. Grace. Is that and, his assistant? Yes, yes. And Wendy yes. McCallick from um Just Shoot Me is yes. in this too. Yes. I totally yes. forgot about her in this. I film. recognized her. Right. And also, and then also, what's her name from uh, Indiana Jones? Which oh, Carrie yeah, Carrie Allen, yeah. Marian, yeah, yeah, she's the one that calls him Lumpy. Lumpy. Yeah. <laughs> I also she love was that. The best, other best part of this movie, yeah, but she, she it also felt so out of place. Well, she said in an interview that she never felt in sync with Bill Murray because she came from the Royal Shakespeare. Um, background doing all okay. theater stuff so she was used to working on like from a script but doing yeah. the improv she said it was just a hard time because she never knew where Bill, Bill Murray was gonna go well that's Hollywood baby if you can't handle <laughs> it I also um love that they just like the last movie we did Die Hard last week there were two people in Die Hard that were in Goonies there are two people in this film that are in Goonies did you guys catch who they are? This is no. a test for both of you. Come on, Bryn. I don't know. Mary Allen Trainer oh, yes. is yeah, Mary in Allen, this she, movie. She's in this movie. Yeah, yeah. she plays the one of the executives. Like, and did you catch the other one? Oh, the, the executive that he sexually assaults. Yes. Yes. I remember that. Oh. Yeah. But no, That's who's not. the other? Again, do you, do 80s. You, do you recognize who the other one was in this film, actress? No. No, you give up. You give up. Yeah, I give up. It is Anne Ramsey, the one who plays the mafia mom in Goonies. Yeah, yes, yes. She plays yes, one yes. of the well, homeless. The homeless yeah. Yeah. Yes. And in Die Hard. And in Die Hard, if you guys, we didn't talk about this last week because I think we forgot. One of the FBI agents is the son. Of Anne Ramsey's oh, character, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the dude with the backwards hat. And yeah. The yeah. So I thought that was the guy who has been to Vietnam, and the other guy is like, I was in junior high, dude. Exactly. <laughs> but so there was, I just totally forgot about a lot of random actors that were in in this that have been There's, in a yeah, lot of Robert, other films in the like, '80s and '90s. It's There's so many people. Film. It totally yeah. is. So oh, is yeah. Die Hard. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But there, I mean, it is Christmassy, so I'll give it that. I mean, it's a Christmas <laughs> but, carol. Of course it's Christmassy. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but it just didn't, I don't know, this time around, I just was like, oh, I remember this being a little better than, than what? I, I know, Britt, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's fine, this is the movie that breaks up the podcast. <laughs> That's, That's fine. Sin. This is our swan song, everybody. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the final episode. <laughs> I love this movie so, so, so much. What about I, it do you I, love? Let, I want to dive into this before we get into a name I, drop. I love the Bill Murray-ness of it all. Um, I do, I really love it. I love the scrape them off. There's so many good lines. Scrape them off, Claire. Him when he does his Richard Burton impression. Like when he sees the guy giving the the waiter on fire. And he's yeah. just like, it, it's just so, it's so good. And it's oh, in so the cool. fall when he's leaving the restaurant. That was real. And they kept yes. it in the film. Yeah, they kept it in the movie. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, Bryn, as a film as a whole, if you're looking at it based off of the writing and the directing, try to take your rose-colored yeah, glasses off. Would you still try. view it the same way as an American treasure? Yeah. Taking my nostalgia goggles off. I'm thinking this movie holds up. 
Okay. Okay. If you say so. If you say so. (laughs) I think it's funny and weird and dark and like comedic. Yeah. And I will say that it it does like rewatching it. There are some parts of it that seem disjointed. Most of the movie. Um, but <laughs> no, I think it's very stylistic. Yeah, and you know, there are some parts like one of the m- main images that I remember from this film is um, Carrie Allen's character Claire when they visit her in the future, and that very stark white and black Makeup. imaging they do in that scene mm-hmm. with everything. Like, you know, and, and the thing that's funny is if you're watching it, you see um, the character of Grace, who is Alva Wood Woodard, her character with her son in a padded room. And yeah. the son looks maybe what in teenager. So I'm like, wait, it's yeah. not that much in the future. But they made it like a utopia the way her dress. It was like all like. Yeah. And yeah, then they go to Claire. Like, um, handmade. Yeah, you know, kind exactly. Of outfit like she's one of the gray ladies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is what it looks like. And then they go to Claire, and it's all this black and white with the harsh makeup and everything. Oh, that, it's scraping. But that, but that stuck in my head. I remember as a kid when I watched this, that imaging and the imaging of when Bill Bill Murray sees his his funeral on his brother, who's his real life. His all his three brothers are in the film. His three acting really? brothers. His yeah. three acting brothers are all one plays his dad. One plays his brother. His brother, James, yeah. And then one plays just like a guest at the party. party you couldn't get yeah. a better part, Bill Murray. <laughs> I know. That You're just guest number two. Yeah. That's his least favorite brother, yeah. But the scene where he's at his funeral and the only people there are his brother and his wife, and that's he ends it. up like burning. For some reason, that scared me too as a kid. I'm I like, mean, that's oh, very God. scary. Yeah. They, like, he's in the box and he's like screaming and freaking out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to say the visuals of this movie cinematography the costuming all of the makeup all of that still holds up that was all like fantastic yeah and then there's a scene where the the homeless guy and he finds him frozen oh gosh yeah (laughs) why are you laughing i don't know why could you stay with claire because if he if you're gonna freeze to death you're not gonna hold your watch like this and be if you're dying, no. That That's was just like, stylistic. this is too... Yeah. It sort of reminds me of like um, Tim Burton, like Batman. Batman A little Return. bit, yeah. yeah. Well, I do love that Annie Lennox and Al Green wrote the finale song, I Put a Little Love in Your Heart. They did a remake. Miles Davis is in this movie. Oh, I know. Is it that random? It's insane. So weird. Well, but since we are halfway through the show, it is time for... Let's start. Rachel Maddow, I want, I spend an hour with her every single day. I once played a drinking game with Celine Dion, Liza Minnelli. Cher, Laura Dern, I don't know her. Who would you say is the most famous person in your phone? My good friend Ben Affleck and his crippling addiction to back tattoos. I have the best Lady Gaga story of all time. Hate him, loathe her, over them, cancel it, tell me everything. Uh, yes, it is time for Name Drop. This is where we are going to take an actor from this film, Scrooge, and see if we can... Pair him with another actor from the next film, like Six Degrees style. So did, last week we left it up to the audience, remember? Yeah, we because we picked Die Hard. I, I was not in a place. No, you were not. No. But then I, when I watched this, I'm like, it's too easy because the mom from Goonies is in both it's films. In it. Yeah. So, so it kind of canceled itself. So, okay, who are we going to pick from this film 
at the, one of the actors, and then who are we picking from our next film to do? From the next film, I think we should do Matthew Lillard because it's so random. <gasps> oh yeah, I know him. Let's do Matthew Lill- Lillard. Lillard. He's the one from Scream, right? Yeah, yeah, and he was in one of my one another really scary movie that I still get terrified. Um, Thirteen, Thirteen Ghosts. Ghosts. Yeah, terrifies me. That was a good movie. It still gets scared. I have nightmares about that slicing. Oh, scene. I know, right? I just remember oh. that scene where he's freaking out and there's spit coming out, like he's like actually spitting, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. That was the worst part of that movie. So we'll for me. we'll pick him, Matthew Lillard, and then from from Scrooge, who are we gonna do? What do you who guys should think? should we do? What did we do last week? Well, we did, we Carol, did Kane. Carol Kane last time. Yeah. So should we do the obvious, Bill Murray? Or do we go with Bobcat? Bobcat Goldweight. Yeah, Bobcat Goldweight is in this film, which is so weird. <laughs> Sam yes. Kennison was supposed to play the Ghost of Christmas Past. Mm-hmm. And he he didn't end up getting cast in the film. But at the same time, he had a rivalry with Bobcat at the time. So he was super pissed that he didn't get in this film and Bobcat got a juicy role as um, playing Elliot. They do kind of have the same shtick. They do, in they a way. Do. They yeah. do. <laughs> so should, is that who we're going to pick? Do you think? I don't know. What else is he in, dude? Um, P- Police Academy. Yeah, Police Academy. Right? <laughs> he did a bunch of random stuff where he just played that. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying um, to think. He's done a lot of TV. But do we... I don't know. I, Maybe we pick no. another one. Let's try another one. Who else is there? Yeah. Who else should we do? Um, or do we just go with Bill Murray or Carrie yeah. Allen? Maybe. Yeah, let's do Carrie Allen. Or we could do Al- Alfre Woodard. Alfre Woodard. Yeah, Alfre Woodard. She's been yeah. in a Who's lot. That in the movie? She's been, she she's Grace. Grace's assistant. Towel. Towel. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, let's do Alfred Woodard. Alfred, Alfred Woodard to Matthew, Matthew Willard. <laughs> no, both names we have problems way with. I'm gonna I get know. This. I, there's no, I might be able to if I think about it. But okay, so that's what we're going to set. We're going to revisit it at the end of the show. But right now, I want to get Jonesy's take on this film because she's never seen it before. From the way that this podcast is going, I do not. I want to skip <laughs> her. No, I go straight to parents. We're just going to end it here. Yeah. <laughs> Rin's done. <laughs> no, I want to know what she thinks. Yes, okay. All right. I, I agree with you, Brent. This film, as, as a younger person, I enjoyed it. But watching it now, not so much. But I still, there are still parts of it I really, really enjoyed. So I'm very curious to see Jonesy's take on this, seeing it for the first time, never experienced it before. What did you think, Jonesy? One, how did you, would you have viewed this as a child or teenager back in the day when it first came out or around yeah. that time? And your opinion of it now? So I think if I had seen it back in the day, yeah. um, I mean, I wouldn't have seen it when it came out. I was six. There's just no way. Um, so so but... I think I would have appreciated it more mm-hmm. because this is a movie I think does not hold up. Sorry, Bryn. I'm muting to sneeze, not because I'm mad. <laughs> she's a, she's a, uh, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that muting had nothing to do with what you just said. Okay, yeah. Sorry, everyone at home. Okay, go ahead. Um, go ahead. I, yeah, I feel like um, this is a movie where we get to see Bill Murray in his worst way which is him not constrained yeah. um 
he's one where I feel like it's like Zach Galifianakis. Like he can't carry a How whole- fucking dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, well, I wanted to bring up something really right. quick with Bill Murray on this. I feel like this was the first movie where he was learning to act. Because if you look at yeah. his acting now, like Lost in Translation, brilliant. He is an amazing actor in that film. But that actor in Lost in Translation is in, is not in Scrooge. because it it's, the, it's The director said that this is the movie that he felt was like the turning point for Bill Murray. Like turning him into an actor and making him realize what he needed to do and be to become an actor. Yeah. Yes. This felt like... Bill Murray tried to take an SNL skit and make it the whole thing. And it's like, yeah. that works for two minutes. That does not work for two hours. I'm seeing um, it was so, so yelly. Um, and I'm sorry. I know that his character is supposed to be over the top and top level, but it is really hard to watch a show where someone is one level, the top level, the whole yeah. time. And that's what this was to me. Um, But I do think that if I had seen it younger and if, or in within the eighties, it would have been much more enjoyable. I just think this is one that doesn't hold up over time. It's not Bill Murray's best work. (laughs) It is not the best version of a Christmas Carol. I understand Bryn because to me, my family, a Muppet Christmas Carol is our version of this for your family. That is also a good movie. If, yeah. if anyone had said anything negative or disparaging about Muppet Christmas Carol, I'd be like, you're dead to me. I hated that movie. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You hate that movie? Um, I don't have a traditional Christmas movie that I watched as a kid yeah, because I didn't so. grow up with Christmas. So, yeah, thanks. Don't have no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Do they have Jehovah's Witness movies? Like, are, are there. No, are you like, kidding me? No way. Well, I mean, like, historically, are there, like, important people in the religion that you guys celebrate or look no. up to or read about? No, you no? know, the closest thing we got is. Um, as any kind of television or theater is we would go Jehovah Witnesses do these big conventions and then they put on live stagings of Bible shows. So it's like watching a play, but they all lip the lines that are pre-recorded. So they're kind of, I don't know. I always thought it was weird. It was weird. Evangelical church will do that, but the actors will actually say the, no, they would lip it. You're not even allowed to to learn and say you're no. like that's how much you cannot be an individual in and of yourself. You're not even allowed to have a voice. Yes. I don't know if they still do that now at the conventions, but they did it for all the time when we grew when I was that is growing wild. up. No offense to our Jehovah Witnesses. No offense. We that's love you guys. Yeah. But I'm curious if there is any ex-Jehovah Witnesses that are listening. Do you all remember that going to the conventions and seeing um them do the little live skits. I forget what they we used to call them. It's leaving me now, but I'm curious to know I, if yeah. any of our audience members remembers that. Any actual we words. totally did live like, skits from the Bible, yeah. but people talked, or there would be no words at all, and the choir would sing, and you would just see oh, the God. acting out. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a cat asshole for all of our that podcast tag. listeners? <laughs> Brent's camera just went off, and the first thing we see is her cat's asshole. Was the first image. I think her cat is Jehovah Witness. Yeah, and, and got really shut up. I love this movie about us insulting Witnesses. her church. <laughs> That was too funny. All I saw was cat butthole on my face. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> All right, back. Speaking of cat, ba- speaking of cat butthole, let's get back to Scrooge. Um, so- oh, Brynn's <laughs> <laughs> gonna kill you. Brynn's gonna kill us over. after this show. <laughs> she is done. <laughs> okay, well, Jonesy. We're coming let's- to our final show, you guys. <laughs> okay, Jonesy. I want to know what mom and pop Jonesy thought would have thought of this film. Let's get into this with your religious parents. Yeah, Mama and Papa Jonesy and their religious. Yeah. Yeah. So there was, um, you know, the nipple scene. So that's not great. No. <laughs> nipples. It was just the top part of their nipples. That's it's all. It's still a nipple. And also, I have shit. to say, I was shocked to see even that much. I feel like you wouldn't see that in a movie these days without seeing the whole nip. <laughs> I um, know. But uh, yeah, so that and then there's a lot of prostitution talk or talk about prostitutes. There is. There I is. didn't. I don't remember that. Um, yeah, that. like he like Bill Murray's character calls out a few people or like paid for sex or something like that. Um, okay. There. Yeah, they're just. This would have been my parents' version of the worst version of A Christmas Carol. <laughs> so that would have been on the no-fly list for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think, although I saw that this movie was rated PG-13. Yeah. Yeah, you can barely yeah. see them nipples. Yeah. Which I found, so I think that what they more would have had a problem with was the concepts and ideas that were talked about. Obviously, there isn't okay. that much sex, cursing, violence, that kind of stuff. There's just, you know, and then also, like I said earlier, my parents and our church very much was of the idea that yes, television is the root of all evil, Yeah. Um, you know, and it is going to be the gateway to bringing, you know, the end times and all this stuff. Yeah, um, we got the so, same thing growing up Jehovah Witnesses. Yeah. Like the Catholicism is nothing like that. We are so narcissistic and we lazy. We do yeah. not care. You're like, eh. Like, television oh, wow. <laughs> is such a limited thing. Like, there were specific shows that we that had a purpose that we could watch but like the tv couldn't be on for background noise but then my mom was a stay-at-home mom so she would inevitably turn it on and then be like turn it off when your dad comes home you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) because eventually she would be like yeah soap operas are fun i love oprah yeah I used to what watch was... the Rosie O'Donnell show and eat top oh, ramen. After I did. I was obsessed with Rosie O'Donnell's show. I my loved mom it. was heartbroken when it. she came out. <laughs> like she, nobody knew. Oh my god! Come on. My mom was in denial. Oh gosh. <laughs> there are a bunch of um, evangelical women, stay-at-home moms, that were totally like, no, no, no. Rosie, not our Rosie. Oh god, I used <laughs> to love that her show because she was. Big old lesbian, and oh, I just no. My like, mom would be like, "Look, she has a crush TV. on Tom Cruise. Oh. She has a crush on Tom Cruise." Yeah, and her idols were Barbara Streisand oh, and yeah. Ben Miller. Come on, come on. So okay, back to the film. Back to the film. Jonesy, was there any positives with this film that you enjoyed? Yes, like I said, I love the cinematography, all this, the special effects for their time, the costuming. Um, all of that was just great i thought like it still held that part still held up i just wish he wasn't so yelly 
Um, I also thought the individual characters, like I liked them turning the ghost of Christmas past into that swarmy kind New of- New York cab driver. Cab, yeah. cab driver. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and then I liked the idea of ghost of Christmas present being this like- Psycho Glinda. Ballerina <laughs> yes. fairy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I also liked the juxtaposition of the show and what he was like tripping balls about, you know, like when yeah. the ghost of the future is in the elevator and he freaks out, but then it's like, no, that's the actor. Yeah, so. <laughs> and he well, hits Alfre Woodard in the face when he's going into, did you guys catch that in the yes. film? She oh, he yes. actually yeah. elbowed her. She's like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought all of the supporting characters were phenomenal. Yeah. I just feel like if Bill Murray had been like, Groundhog Day, Bill Murray, or, you know, some, if there had been uh, other levels. It would have worked better for It was really hard to even like him after he went through his redemption arc. I still didn't like him. I didn't root for him. I did not want him to get the girl. I thought she should could do way better just Bryn being is gonna smack you. Like, it, it just, I'm sorry, Bryn. I did not think this I'm, was this yeah. was not Bill Murray at his best. Uh, and he was the title character, it affected the film in a bit. Well, they did when they did do the film, they really banked on his Ghostbuster pass, especially when yeah. they were doing the marketing for this film. Oh, um, yeah, that's all the oh, marketing was you like, know what else? You guys, I was going to pull it for the show, but if you get a chance, look up the Japanese movie poster for the show. It is so bizarre. It really? is I'm like literally to nothing to do with the movie. It's Holy moly, okay. Bill Murray going like this with electricity coming out of his fingers and going up to the heavens where there's a clock that's burst. And you know the Christmas future, the the lost souls in the cage, in his rib cage? Yes. That's in that the middle cool. of the 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 clock and then you just see the other ghosts flying around doing like that it's like nothing to do with the film it's so trippy yeah but go check that the japanese movie poster of this of scrooge it's really bizarre but they did bank the director and the producers banked on his popularity from ghostbusters because in this film he's dealing with ghosts again and that's how they they market it like it's on his terms he's dealing with ghosts type of thing and so. i yeah, i oh, feel sorry. like if he had more of an arc to where he became his character in ghostbusters at the end yeah that would have even been better but he yeah. didn't change that much he didn't no. change enough he still was always a level 10 well, sorry Bryn. i know well what how i felt about it this time around not He's when like, i first saw fine. it we're just not friends anymore it's we're fine not friends anymore when i saw I it this guys. time around i thought um he his redemption at the end i was like oh that's gonna last two days and then he's gonna go back to being an asshole that's what i thought this, like, I was and like, he's okay. going to lose really? the girl again. Yeah. He's going to yeah. take back the raise to the assistant. Yeah, like, he'll like wake up the next day from his happy hangover and be like, no, I'm an asshole. We're going back to the way it was. Yeah. No, I don't think this so. It's like, no. no I reject this. Oh, man. But you know what time it's for? Yeah, it's time for. Grace, give me a singer. Dry martini. Oui, monsieur. Wait. Three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of Kina Lily, shake it over rice, and then add a thin slice of lemon peel. It's drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! Grace, give me a stinger. 
Hmm. What shall we pair this movie with? Let's get a cocktail of some kind and a little nibblies. What do you got, Bryn? What would you pair it with? I would pair it with, for food, definitely baked Alaska. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. God damn it. <laughs> um, and then scotch. Scotch. With ice. Yeah. Yeah. Just like well, a, in one a clinky glass though. So when see, it that's moves, what I that's what I thought. Especially the scene where was it vodka or it was vodka. It's vodka he, and tab. Yeah. He pour it would be vodka on ice with oh, everything. Tab. Yes, you're right. And then a little little bit of tab because by the end of the movie when um when Elliot's like, character drop. comes in, it's literally a drop of tab and that's it. Yep. And that's so I it. would pair it with that. I'm gonna steal yours and do a bake Alaska because you, it has to be because of that scene. What about yeah. you, Jonesy? What will you pair it with? Well, first, I just have to say how disgusting that drink is because vodka with any brown soda is just like, blah. gross. No, am I wrong? Yeah. No, no. Like, you need a brown liquor with a brown soda or a clear, like vodka or gin with Sprite, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. because it's if weird. you do like a, a rum and Coke, rum's dark. So that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I would agree. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. it just made me gag through the whole time. Every time you poured <laughs> one, I was just like, <laughs> "What about what would you pair it with to eat?" College days. Yeah, what what would you eat? pair it with to eat, Jonesy? No, okay. So the drink I have to think would be a, like a spiked eggnog because that's still Christmassy. Okay. Um, and then to eat, I think it would have to be like that stale Chex Mix Muddy Buddy stuff that everyone makes at Christmas time yeah. and only at Christmas time, except it's stale because this movie is stale. Oh. I Okay, wow. Yeah, okay. Did you know it was nominated for an Oscar for Best Makeup, but they were <laughs> up against Beetlejuice. Well, best makeup. Yeah, they were up against Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice yeah. Also, well... Oh yes. Okay. okay. Bryn, Love what it. was the name of the TV show at the beginning? Reindeer. Oh, is it's is it Reindeer Games? No. No. It's, oh, I forget um, what it is. But it's that part I remember with Santa and yes. uh, Mrs. Claus, and she's that's like, "Save it, man." It's a million dollar man. man. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. So okay, let's give this film some grades, shall we? Do we have our answers for? Is that? Oh. So actually, guys, last time. Hold on, no. Let's do. Let's do name drop first. Let's do get that okay. out of the way. So, did you get it, Bryn? I did. No, you didn't. Did you did. really? Yeah. How? We literally just talked about it like 15, 10 minutes ago. So he's Alfred... not drunk right now. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, I'm never drinking again. Alfred Woodard <laughs> was in um that remember that movie heart and soul yes heart and soul with um downey jr Downey Jr. yeah yeah yeah. and oh kevin bacon's wife's in it kira sedgwick no not kira sedgwick that is kevin bacon's wife kira sedgwick is yeah elizabeth shue was in it too kira sedgwick and elizabeth shue are both in it kira sedgwick i'm thinking of kara knightley the name oh no yeah okay she's way too young for that okay go ahead Bryn. So Alfred Woodard was in Heart and Souls with Kira Sedgwick. Kira Sedgwick was in Something to Talk About with Julia Roberts. Mm -hmm. Julia Roberts was in one of those dumb ocean movies with George Clooney. George Clooney was in The Descendants with Matthew Lillard. I forgot Matthew Lillard was in The Descendants. I I know. She's all over the place. (laughs) She's like, all right, shall we grade this film? 
Yeah. No, Bryn's gonna get so mad. I have a I'm uh, I'm taking I'm a hundred percent taking off my nostalgia goggles. Right. This movie gets an A plus. A plus? A plus? A plus. Okay, Jonesy, what are you gonna give it? I give it a C plus. <gasps> Fuck you. Ooh, I think is that the first C we've had on the show? Yes. Yeah. And actually I was gonna give it a C, but <laughs> I cannot believe you guys. Is this? I'm sorry. You know what? It's let's make it two C's. I'm I feel sorry, betrayed Brynn. on I'm a level. I'm so so sorry. The only reason why I'm not giving it any, I'm gonna give no. I'm gonna do it a B minus because of Carol Kane. That's what my grade is. Only okay. because of her. Nothing else in the film. Only because of her. You guys are the worst. The movie doesn't <laughs> hold up. Bill Murray cannot carry this film. He is at his least enjoyable. It's a one I don't blame note from him. Bill I blame Murray. the director and the writing. I blame that. As, <laughs> as, as Kath would say, I'd agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. So. <laughs> again, right. again. Every family has one. So, Jonesy, what um, would this get a stamp in the film Spring of Passport? As No. No, that's and gets I really a big want off. to use our music. <laughs> I know, but that got a buzzer. That got a buzzer. So no, you're not going to recommend sorry. it. I'm sorry. I just think there's better Bill Murray movies to watch. Oh, for sure. Don't know Bill Murray, and there's better Christmas carols to watch. There's better Christmas movies. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Oh, this great. is a Christmas movie, but not a good one that holds up. I'm sorry. And okay. if you are in a position where you do need to watch this film, or it comes on. Just watch Carol Kane in it. That's it all. That's my opinion. You are forced in a hostage I situation. situation. Like, if, if you're, you're cooking knock and tell me towers meal, and they make you watch Scrooge. <laughs> Just watch so that part. If yeah. you're cooking a Christmas meal and this comes on TV in the background, let it play. There okay. you go. Bryn, final thoughts on the film. I'm going to let you have the final thoughts on this film since this was... <laughs> One of your top You know, hits. like, I, like, apologize personally to Bill Murray for the things that were said here. I feel like it was a starting vehicle for you. And um, I just would like to say, like, don't let this turn you off. Go and watch Scrooged. I hope this drives numbers of yeah. Scrooge. So <laughs> many people just... listen to this podcast. Oh, God. Oh, I don't God. even know. They just want to prove me. Hey, if you want to prove me wrong, go for it and then write us. Yeah, let yes, us know good. why you love this film so much. Mm -hmm. So our next film, let's get into our next film for next week. So we're getting out of the holiday season. We're getting out of the 80s with one of my favorite films. And I know Bryn loves this film, too. We are doing, um, let me pull it up so I can pull the actual, shit, I lost it. Well, we're doing Serial Mom. I don't know the, the year it came out. Serial Mom. Serial Mom, 1994, John Waters, Serial Mom, which I love this film. So, Jonesy, all you know is the name and the movie poster. Yes. yes. What do you think it's about? Um, I'm guessing it's a mom that's a serial killer. Um, I mean, it's pretty. I don't know if she's the black <laughs> yeah, widow type, or maybe she wants to like kill her kids' potentials. I don't know. I'm that's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, it's a great I cast see too. It from the poster, yeah. so it seems like there aren't children, children, but like adult children. So that's why I'm like, if she's not a black widow, maybe she's like killing the potentials of her kid. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
I don't okay, know. Okay, good guess, good guess. <laughs> Kathleen Turner's in this. Ricky Lake's in this. There is so many good people. If you're a John, it's a John Waters film, yeah. so I'm excited about if, that. If you're a John Waters fan, you probably have already seen this, and this is probably in yeah. your list of favorite John Waters films. But that's what we are going to cover next week: is Serial Mom. I'm excited for that. But this was our holiday episode. Wait, Tony, should we give yeah. our grades for Serial Mom? Oh, let's oh, do yes. that because we forgot that. We, we that forgot for that. So I am gonna give I am gonna give Serial Mom an A plus. I love this film. And I've and I'm and I have watched it recently and it still okay. holds up. So I'm giving it an A plus. I'm gonna give it an A, like a straight okay. A. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah. And don't come in, Bryn, purposely hating this film to do Revenge do- of Scrooge. Serial Mom is also a, f- a favorite of mine, and I would never do that to John Waters. Okay. And um, that's maybe that's the type of person that Kath is, but Bryn's going to give it. Well, no, and here, I'll, I'll tease something. At some point in the new year, we're going to show these guys a film that us evangelical kids grew up with. Oh, God. So Bryn can hate it on that. I'll no, save up all my we'll hatred for that. switcheroo. Yeah, that's okay, going to be a real, real thrilling episode. But anyways, this is our holiday episode. <laughs> you can follow us on Film Springer on Instagram. Uh, make sure you listen to the podcast anywhere you get podcasts on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music. Give us a great rating. Give us a five-star rating. We love hearing from everybody. So send us an email at filmspringerpodcast at gmail. And we will see you all next week. Happy holidays. Stay safe and wear a mask. Yeah, we love you guys. And if you have your own Aunt Kath at your holiday party, don't let her ruin your Christmas. Yeah, don't let her. (laughs) Actually, just stay away from her. Stay away from her. Stay home. Stay away. Stay home. There you go. Take advantage of this year. Stay home. Just drink at home. Yeah. Yeah. And that is it for us. Bye. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. All that good stuff.